yeah, and then you see those ideas flourish in her novels, um, which is beautiful. Um, okay, this is a question I've been very excited to get to. Um, so systems of faith, say, for example, the Catholic Church, um, seem to be antithetical to objectivism. Um, it'd be interesting to kind of hear from you why this is um, and kind of suggest, because it does suggest that, that these big kind of views of faith are essentially wrong so kind of how 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 are they antithetical and why does that then suggest that a faith system isn't isn't correct yeah so they're really antithetical in every dimension <laughs> i mean and start with the idea of a system of faith uh, what is faith faith is the acceptance of something where there is no evidence for it it's the acceptance of something in spite of the lack of evidence, the lack of fact, the lack of reality. Faith is the antithesis of reason, is indeed the rejection of reason. It's saying, I don't need facts and reality and, and uh, my senses and reason. I just know. You know, I, I just know. How do you know? I just know. Revelation, God spoke to me, whatever. But in the end of the day, it's all emotion. All that's left is emotion. Once you reject reason, you're left with emotion. So, so uh, how do you know that God said it to you? Well, you hear it and, you know, you emote it. You, you, you don't observe it out there because it isn't there. So, uh, you, you, so, so faith is just uh, the, 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 the manifestation of, an, of, of, of emotionalism. It's, it's, it's the, 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 the absence of reason and objectivism rejects Anything where reason, um, where, where you, uh, we put reason aside. Reason is our means of cognition. Reason is our basic means of survival. Reason is the way we know the world. And, and anything that undermines reason needs to be put aside. And religion undermines reason. Uh, they can tell you that um, they believe in God, that it's rational to believe in God. But, but it's, it's BS. Nobody believes in God because it's rational. They believe in God because they want to believe in God because emotionally they they are they have committed themselves to believe in God. They they want to for, for some emotionalist reason, um, and then they might rationalize it with some you know all the logical proofs of God, which all of them have been uh, have been shown to be false by philosophers. Is it, did it change any religionist mind? Probably you know maybe at the margin, but most people are not convinced by. Because it's not about reason. It's not about logic. It's not about ra rationality. So that's the beginning of it, and, and really, in a sense, the end of it. Because once you accept faith, well, how do we know what we know? Well, it's written in a book, right? And for thousands of years, uh, until Galileo, even physics was written in a book. You can challenge that. So, uh, you know, in, in one of the books in the Old Testament, it says that Basically, the sun goes around the earth because God actually stops the sun from moving across the sky. Uh, uh, so uh, Joshua could win a battle. So he gets more daylight so he can win a battle, right? Stops. You know, he completely contradicts the laws of physics. Um, so, yeah, but God did it. God can do anything according to faith. Faith is, faith is completely open. You can do anything. Um, but then Galileo says, well, but, you know, sun doesn't go around them. The, 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 you know, the earth, the earth goes around the sun. And, oh, wait a minute, how do, you, how do you know that? I use my senses, I use my reason to discover that. Well, that's the conflict. Faith says, no, the other way around. 
Okay, so so in some cases we 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 are going to dismiss faith and we're going to accept science because it's so obviously true. Okay, but what about morality? What's morality in the Old Testament? Well, it's seven commandments. Are they explained? Are they justified? Are we told why we should follow these commandments? No. Why should you follow the commandments? Because God said so. And are there any cases you wouldn't follow the commandments? Sure. If God tells me not to follow them, I won't follow them. I mean, religion is authoritarianism. It's an authoritarianism granted to a being that doesn't exist, which is a very scary type of authoritarianism, because then what, you want, what you're afraid of is his representatives on earth channeling his will. And there's no, but give me a reason. Like, Abraham doesn't stop and say, kill my son. Why? Why would I do that? that that's, like, stupid. That's, like, so immoral and ridiculous. And it actually, God, it violates one of your commandments. Now, the commandments are given after the story of Abraham. But, you know, I think even, even pre the commandments, everybody understood that murder was wrong. He doesn't do that. He doesn't question God. He doesn't ask him. And the reason Abraham is a moral hero to Jews, Christians, and Muslims, he's the one that unites them all, is because he says, yes, God, I'll do whatever you say. And he takes a son, and he tries to murder him. Right? It's pure authoritarianism, unquestioning, mindless, you know, follow the commandments, follow instructions, do what you're told to do. And then you see that in religion, you see that in the Inquisition, you see that in, in every religious sect that's ever existed, you do what you're told. Or you're excommunicated. I mean, think about Spinoza. Spinoza was a philosopher. Well, I mean, he started out as an ultra-Orthodox Jew who, started, who was considered the genius of his age. When he was a child, they thought he was going to be the greatest rabbi ever because he was a genius. He knew the, the Bible. He knew all the stuff like that. But then he started asking questions, questions that were uncomfortable because the rabbi couldn't answer them, philosophical questions about the nature of God and the nature of this and why the Bible says this and why this and and at some point, the rabbis have to say, stop asking questions. This is just the way it is. This is the commandments. This is the truth. Just accept it. And Spinoza couldn't. So they excommunicated him, literally. His whole family, nobody would speak to him. Nobody, they pretended he wasn't there. If he, if he approached it, they walked right by him. Uh, he, sure so he was kicked out of his community. Uh, that's religion. That's religion when they take it seriously. So religion, when they don't take it seriously is a little bit more moderate, and the, you know, the, you, you know the, but at the base of it is an epistemology of authoritarianism. At the base of it is a morality of following commands, doing your duty. And what is, particularly in Christianity, what is that duty? That you do, duty is to sacrifice, to sacrifice for others, to sacrifice for the poor, to sacrifice for the needy, to sacrifice for your country, to sacrifice for God in the end. And, and the symbol that they, that, Christians wear around their necks, and I'm sorry, I'm so anti-religion, but this is life. Um, they wear around their neck is a man being tortured on a cross. I can't think of a, of, a, of, a, of a worse way to die than dying on a cross, right? It's slow and painful, excruciating, horrible, evil. That's the symbol of the religion. Why? Did he die because of sins he committed? No. 
Why did he die? Because of sins we all committed. He's the ultimate sacrificer for others. He sacrificed his life for our sins. Why would anybody do that? Right? I understand somebody dying a horrible death for sins they, they committed. But why would they die for my sins? I should die for my sins. Nobody else should die for my sins. So it's, it, it inculcates altruism, it, it, this view of altruism, of self-sacrifice, of suffering, of suffering as virtue. Um, and, it, it, you know, o- over the whole of Western civilization, unfortunately, there is a man on a cross looking down at us. And uh, that's the big challenge of Western civilization is how do we overcome that? How do we overcome the fact that at, at Western civilization's birth, we have this really horrific sight associated with it. Uh, because Western civilization is ultimately the rejection of the cross, the rejection of the crucifixion. Western civilization is about the embrace of reason and individualism uh, from the Renaissance to the Enlightenment. That's what made the West, and that's what we celebrate today, I think, in the West, or should celebrate today in the West. But religion, religion holds us back.